This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello. Um, You may notice if you watched the watch along earlier that I have actually changed. Um, I had our new third strip on, but I thought it was more apt for this show to wear black. Because I think we are watching the slow death of our club. And I said, if you watched this week, that... I've got a bottom full of splinters because I've been sat on the fence so long. But that you can't defend the indefensible. And I think that is what we have become. It was it was embarrassing. Let's just do this, shall we? And get it over it's with. It's time! Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris. <laughs> And Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube. And your favourite podcasts.
Leicester till I die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. Right, Chris. All right? No. Um, I've thought, I mean, <laughs> we used to do these shows a lot sooner after the match. And uh, Brad will tell you, we, we put them back because we thought, gives us time to calm down. Yeah, in fucking working. I've got, and I've thought, what can I say here um, that would sum up? And I've written a few things down and I crossed them out and I wrote another two things down. And you know what? The only thing I can say is three words, basically. Fuck off. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Broadcasting live worldwide. Oh, you got me mid-drink there. That was, <laughs> I need a drink after that. I mean, that was embarrassing. Um, I don't know where to start. I want to have my rant before I bring anybody in, and then it's over and done with. Uh, and then I can play the gen- the genial host. <laughs> That's going to happen. And yeah, I'm sorry. First half, two attempts to take a fucking penalty. So we were given a lifeline. I called it. I said, we're going to concede a goal now. Uh, within three minutes, was it? one all, 2-1. And then we played decently. We actually played decently and deserved to be back in the match at 2-2. Came out for the second half. And I said on the watch along, this is going to be a bad time. We're probably going to concede now. I mean, I can see it. I can see it. What the fuck is Brendan doing? You know, has he got a guide dog next to him or something? Because he can't fucking see anything. And then, you know, you think, oh, no, I'm not going to make any substitutions because we're, we're playing okay. And then they got another couple of goals. And you know, they made their manager, there was three, two up. And he made substitutions. What was our manager doing? Probably sticking his finger up his ass because that's all he's good for. Uh, decided not to make any any substitutions then. Um, when he did bring them on, five, Brendan, fucking five substitutions we have. He did two. Vardy and Inacho, and to be honest with you, I don't know what they were doing on the pitch because I hardly ever saw them after we brought them on. And then, Indeedy, who'd cost us a goal, and then in frustration got himself a yellow card, so could have easily got sent off. No, let's leave him on. Till the, till the 87th minute. Oh, and then I tell you what, we'll make it we'll make a substitution. We'll bring on we'll bring on another defensive midfielder. Yeah, Brendan, tactical genius, aren't you? No, you're fucking not. And I go back to what Robbie Savage said before the game against Manchester United. He said if it wasn't if it wasn't for Brendan Rodgers, this side would be looking at relegation. Robbie, you're talking like your big fat hairy Welsh arse because we've got Brendan Rodgers and we're going to get relegated at this rate. This is embarrassing. This is the headline that I have put on my website tonight. Rogers must go and go now. Thanks to Doug for this bit of information. 22 goals conceded after seven games is the worst record after that number of games in Premier League history. 
Well done, Roger. You got us an, uh, Brendan. You got us another. Uh, you got us another another record. Fuck off now. Do us a favour. Top grower pair. Ten million. Reckon it costs us to sack him. We've got that surely left over from Fafana because we didn't make another signing. And how much is it going to cost us if we go down? Poor Dave's covering his ears here. <laughs> shouting so much. Let's just quickly go through some of these. Uh, some of these posts, but then we'll get the guests in. Um, if you want to have your say on here, you want to come on for two minutes, the link is there. It is literally a quick two minutes. You come on, have your say, and then uh, you, you, you go. But be, feel free to do that if you want that. Scott's in. Hello, Scott. Rogers needs to be sacked. Uh, every, basically, everything I'm saying, Scott, everything I'm saying there. Um, he was doing his seal impersonation again. These players need a leader, no one with direction, and one that has the bottle to make hard decisions, so the better. You know what? I mean, it's very easy to play, to blame the players, but at the end of the day, they are told what to do, and they are coached by Brendan Rogers, And he's the one who sits there and can make five changes. Obviously, he didn't do well at maths, uh, Brendan. Hungry to succeed. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gray, you're back. How are you doing, Gray? <laughs> Welcome for coming back. We are doomed. Doomed, Mr. Mannering. We are doomed. Unfortunately, I don't think you're far wrong. Cardiff City's in. Oh, we could be playing you next season, mate. Uh, would you rather... Ward, don't get me started on Ward. I have had been onto my Facebook page. We're going to we'll be talking about this later because I'm actually going to be joined by two ex-goalies. So this is going to be really, really interesting. But I am not blaming Ward because he's got a bag load of shit in front of him. And I just don't mean the defence. I mean the 10 players and the manager. So, no, it's not Ward's fault at all. Couple of world is in there from Son. Brendan Poison Rogers. Uh, Mumsy, I'm sorry. Fuck off, mate. I mean, I respect you, I respect your opinion, but he's not a bottler. You know, you've had you've had a couple of bottlers, if that's the case, then recently, haven't you? I mean, he do, he's rubbish, I'll take that. But this bottler, what is it from a Man United fan? Go go and look at your own history recently. Um I, I, no, again, again, I'm sorry, Scott, respect your opinion, but no, Iverson had one good game against a fourth-tier team, but had four shots on goal, he saved a couple of penalties, which is exactly what Ward did, twice, in fact, Ward won us a penalty shootout in cup games. Um, basically, we signed him because we need three goalkeepers, and it enabled us, as is a free signing, to let the third goalkeeper, Stoitrich, Stoy I think it is, go out on loan. So, and and yeah, so yeah, that that's why, and I get that. Uh, he has to go now, says Gray. I'm I'm with you on that one. Um, yeah, we. <laughs> so, do you want him, Cardiff? You can. You're welcome to him. Uh, my prediction. I hey, I went to one, and I was right for a couple of minutes. My money was on Ian Wilson's three-three. Um, fit says number one, Rogers out, two, Ward out, three, Iverson to start. No, mate, don't agree with you on that one. Um, yeah, as, 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 as Scott said, then thank you very much, Scott. Please press that subscribe button and please press the like button as well. If you are new, uh, um, uh, please, please do that. Um, we fell apart once Son came on, we were creaking before then, mate, you know. Um, I didn't really watch it, but see, it was 2 2. Then went away and was shocked it was 6 2. Well, exactly, Munzi. No disrespect to you, mate. You're entitled to your opinion, of course, you are, even you know, as an outsider. 
we fell apart. We didn't bottle it. It was probably one of the first half was our best performance so far of the season. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I wish he was. I wish he was. Um, I said exactly the same, Great. I said exactly the same. Who would you get in? That's the million-pound question. Um, random manager people probably disagree, but what about... Oh, no, no. No, 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 no. Cardiff fan. <laughs> oh, I don't know what you have on there down in Wales, but can I, can I have some of it, please? Um... Oh, all I'm going to do, I've got to say this to you. I've got to say. This oh, to will you. you stop asking stupid questions? I mean that with tongue in cheek, tongue in cheek. Um, let's go back through these. Enjoying the show. I mean, I do. What I've got a weak heart. I shouldn't be doing this really, but um, and Gray, indeed, Castagna, no tracking back. The players what the players. Want the fraudsters out. Um, I don't know where we start with that. Uh, let's bring him in. He's, he's already had a rant, but I'm sure I'm sure he's still got a bit of a rant left in it to share with us. Um, let's bring him in. He, 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 some people some people call him Jesus. If he wish, we need his fucking miracle now. Brad, good afternoon, sir. Oh, what's good about it, Chris? What's good about it? Because I'm talking to you. Well, that that is that is one positive. At least I get to console myself with fellow Leicester fan, mate. That, that's always good. Uh, yeah, I'm going to put on an impersonation of Chris quickly. I'm going to pretend to be a, a a Liverpool fan in terms of a nice, respectful Liverpool fan, not not them horrible Liverpool fans. The nice, respectful Liverpool fans. We warned you about Rogers, but that's none of my business. Because here we are, mate. They warned us. They warned us, and we went, no, no, he's learned from that. He's learned from that. He even, where he even relegated himself to the naughty step of Scotland to learn about it. No, clearly he fucking hasn't, has he? Is he sat yet? To be honest with you, I am refreshing Sky Sports as we speak. Um, yeah. And he's no, back. He's, How about not, now? he's not. He's not, unfortunately. Look, I tell you what, let's bring the voice of reason in. Because whatever I call him in tonight's show, it probably won't be right because I'm that wound up. But Somebody, I'm sure that he's going to come on and he's going to be reasonable. He's going to see both sides of the story. I'm living in hope, aren't I, really? Dave, hello, sir. How the devil are you? Oh, fucking nightmare, isn't it? We're all so cheerful. 19 shots, seven on target, 57% possession to their 43. 606 passes to their 400 and whatever, 72 or something. Um, we just capitulate by... I, just say, I don't know if you heard... The like, same thing, Chris. Chris, I haven't finished yet. Chris, I'm finished. Sorry, mate. The yeah. same individual errors by... Well, Justin was one classic, indeed. The same thing every time. One mistake, and then they score. It happened at Brighton. It happened at home in the... Uh, bloody whatever, you know. It's the you, you blame the manager, yeah, to a degree. So do I. But the players, I just. Oh, it's interesting that because are the players not just doing what they are told by the manager? I mean, you know, you've got five substitutions. 
you make three, and one of those is in the 87th minute. Okay, we play, yeah, okay. We play football. The manager tells you to go out and do something. But you play to the game. You know, you don't you don't play to the, the manager's view every time. You play to what happens in the game. You know, you, indeed, he bot, was it even bottled out of a tackle for their one of their goals? You don't do that. You go through the guy. You take him out. You you know, forget the yellow cards or anything like that. You stop it at all costs. You got bloody um, Harvey Barnes, who's a waste of space on the left midfield. You know, he can't tackle back. He can't do that. So they're playing the wrong people in the wrong places. And, you know, we've got defenders who need to defend. I mean, that's the poor guy feels, the new guy, what he feels like. <laughs> I know. I bet he feels like his contract's are walking out after that. Yeah, I tell you that. Probably onto his agent right now going like, yeah. I'll get out clause in this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Why am, I, why am I here? You told yeah. me it was in a club. Seriously, I mean, I, I, as you probably remember, I've always been a slight supporter of Brendan because yeah. of what he's done. But, no, nah, not now. And, and, and I have. I mean, as I said in there, I've got splinters up my arse. I've been sat on the fence so long. Brad will tell you, one minute I'm in, next minute I'm out. And now I think I'm ending up, I am shaking it all about. Um, yeah. and, and I just don't know which way to go. But on that performance, and let me just shake it. Sorry, what I was going to say before. I do apologise uh, for interrupting you on that. But um, right. this, 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 I, I didn't know if you heard my phone pinging away there. But I just got a notification from The Athletic. Now, I, I do respect the guys that work at The Athletic, that, that it's not just sort of uh, uh, copy-and-paste journalism. Uh, and they've just literally posted this. Uh, Leicester and Rogers isn't working. They're too bad at too many things. Uh, on an afternoon notable for the minute silence before kickoff, the story of Leicester's 6-2 capitulation at the hands of Tottenham was told by the noise across the subsequent 90 minutes. There was a point where Leicester fans chanted, how shit must you be, we're winning away, after yeah. their early opener. Yeah, we did that at Brighton. Yeah. And that was a retake, retaking penalty. Yeah. I mean, Brad, thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, yeah, it was, it was, I mean, first of all, it was a penalty. Second of all, it was a retake. It wasn't the worst penalty, but if you could, if forget the 6-2, if you were to take a moment from that game that's defining our season so far, it's a it's seen a, a half decent penalty being saved. I mean, Dave, you'll agree with me here to keep as, as as a former goalkeeper. The only issue I have with a penalty like that is the height. It's we love that, don't we? As actual keepers, yeah. we we know we've got a chance. It's at the height, but when yeah. you have to get your brushes saved to get it retaken, you're just thinking, oh, this still isn't going to be our day, is it? Well, it clearly fucking wasn't, but. Well, two, 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 I do feel out. out of this not being an ex-goalkeeper myself. I do feel we're in the ex-goalkeepers club here. <laughs> but... and, and I don't get also, talking about that sort of thing, penalty taking, the goalkeepers now don't seem to read the penalty taking much. Smichael used to go the wrong way quite often. I mean, he saved some pretty good ones, but he went the wrong way a lot. So he's obviously not reading the run-up to the ball. He's not reading... The guy is not looking in the right direction. It's nothing to do with that. It's the way he runs up to the ball. And therefore, you know which way he's going to go. 
Um, it's on your no. contract. Yeah, thanks, Scott. I, I, I know it's a mod. Hmm. Oh, Brad oh, has frozen. Oh, can you ban him? Yeah. <laughs> I'm tempted, Brad. I'm very tempted. While we're talking goalkeepers, and I said, I said in the sort of you know before I got you guys in. I mean, you're both ex-goalkeepers. I am a Ward fan. Okay, I, I believe that Schmeichel had to go. And for those people that are going to start going, well, Schmeichel would have saved that. This is Schmeichel's history. This season at Nice. Now I don't know whether he played the first game or not. The uh, no, when he joined, no, he but didn't, no. he's only got one clean sheet, which happened to be uh, the last game there last week. Uh, so Schmeichel is not this still this superhero Captain America that was going to come to our rescue. And I tell you what, watching Ward today, what I liked about the fact was that he was able to kick balls out that actually got to a Leicester player and didn't go to what a Leicester fan in the stands. So Ward. I, I think Michael had to go. Ward was the obvious one to move up. Like I said, is that he had one good game and it was against a fourth-tier club and he saved penalties. Um, Ward did that against bigger clubs. I'll come to you first, Dave. Ward, it's not all Ward's fault, is it? No, no, definitely not. No, you need somebody that knows what they're doing in the back four. No, we haven't got anybody. we got... I mean, I go again. We go back to things. I go back to playing midfielders in the back four. It's absolute crap. Indeed, uh, indeed, he playing the back four. What's the point? Um, Amati is not a defender, and he he shows that every time. He he plays well, okay. He puts his head on the line, but then he makes a stupid mistake, and we concede. So why do you play mid? I mean, we're a Premier League club, and we're playing midfielders in the back four. I mean, that is crazy, you know, yeah. absolutely crazy. And, you know, if Soyuncu and Vestergaard aren't good enough, what the hell are they doing there? You know, cancel their contract, pay them off, get rid of them. But yeah. Soyuncu is good, we know that. He just needs an arm around him, he needs comforting. And, and was it this week Rogers came out and said, well, of course, the, his country wasn't playing well, so it's had an effect on him. Bollocks! You know, you're the manager. You make him come and play well for your club. And it's not happened. And that's why he should go. It's like I said at the start, Brad, you know, um, he's supposed to be this great coach, this great man manager. He couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't manage the Diddy men at the moment. You know, <laughs> I, I just... But, you know, sticking on, on Ward first, as I say to me, I mean, two of those goals from Son were worldly. Oh, yeah. And it's not Danny Ward's fault that, you know, the guy who crossed it in, you know, from, you know, their, their first goal, the guy who who was able to float, he didn't sort of like he drilled it across the six-yard box or he's, he's pinged it in. It was a short corner that they cleverly worked, granted, but mm. he had all the time in the world to throw that into Kane. Nobody picked him up. Smallest man, probably one of the smallest players on the pitch, Castagne's got no hope against you know, dribble, dribbles Tron 3000 because Kane's always going to score that. Danny Ward's not fault for that. We got no one on the back post, so how's Danny Ward supposed to stop a defender? You know, to stop another corner, you can't fault him from that. Two worldies, so that's 80% of the goals already that you just wipe out Danny Ward's error. Indeed, he gives the ball away. Now, again, to use the Kermit the Frog thing, it's funny how we'll all sit here and blame Danny Ward, right? These people blame Danny Ward. 
But indeed, he's been that poor for months that Samari's been getting started. But that's none of my business. I I picked my team the other night, and I, I had Samari in there. I've got to be honest with you. I didn't have Tielemans in there because I, I don't you know think he's in the right place. Um, Helena, uh, good evening. How are you? Um, not at all wards, fault, square pegs, round holes. Exactly. exactly. You know, I, I mean, agree with it. I agree with it totally on that one. Yeah. But then, I mean, Dave, defenders, I mean... uh, defenders, defenders have a different mentality to midfield players. Defenders will put uh, Jerry Taggart, Matt Elliott, Stevie Walsh put their heads there. You know, indeed, oh, I might have a challenge. See what happens. It's rubbish. It's, it's pathetic. If if you did that in in the third division, sorry, League Two. You know, you'd be slaughtered doing the Premier League. Good God, you know. Do you think, though, that these players, and it's been said about a few players, not just indeed, you haven't been the same since they came back off injury? But is that even an excuse? No, well, don't play them, don't play them then. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, bad, you know. I mean. Castagna, did he have a good game today? I mean, we'll do the ratings later, but, you know. And yet, he was midweek told that, you know, he was dropped because he wasn't performing in training. Right. So when he was yeah. actually performing... Chris, Chris, that's bollocks. That is an excuse. Oh, yes, yes. But what I'm saying is, he's heard Rogers say that. Yeah, I know. I know. So when he comes onto the pitch today and Rogers picks him, yeah. what's going through his, his brain? I mean... All this bit in training, yeah, of course, you have to do the job. But it's what happens on a Saturday. Uh-huh. If you don't perform on a Saturday, you don't get picked. I mean, going back to the England squad, he's picking players that aren't performing on a Saturday. So we're not going to win anything. You know, the only person we've got really that's performing for us was was, was James Madison. You can't get in, in the England team. Mm. But he's picking players who don't even play on a Saturday. We, we won't get into the Rogers thing. Uh, no, I know. I'll get to That's another forty minutes onto the show. But Brad, yeah. I mean, c- come on, it's got it's got to affect these players. I'm thinking, oh God, he doesn't think I'm doing well in training. So, yeah, again, it does baffle you because it's easy to sit there and say, oh, well, I'm picking Yuri because he puts the effort in, and you know what? I got to give credit where it's due. You know, I know he didn't last long, but he did that. And I know he didn't do all the bads, but he was riling in the place. He was trying to get enthusiastic. He was trying things. But I agree with Dave. Sometimes you've got to just look at what they do on the pitch. How baffled were we? Probably all three of us here and everybody in the comments. How baffled were we when it was anna- when, when a lineup was announced a couple of weeks ago and Castagne was dropped? Probably our most dangerous threat that wasn't an attacker going forward. Mm. You know, he does his job. He runs up line. We haven't got a right winger. Well, we we do, but he's that crap. We can't even play him. He, you know, and it's it's you know he hasn't got that. I'm surprised he didn't get that desperate and throw Perez on for that. But he runs up and down that wing, and yes, he makes mistakes when tracking back at times. The poor guy's probably knackered playing as a right wing back winger. You know, he's playing the full Monty, and when he got dropped, you can't. You know, you know, like there's a, if he puts a performance in, sometimes you have a player, and and it, whether whether it's right or wrong in, in your eyes or not, to, as, a, as as a person individual, but. If you have a player that goes out there and gives you 100% every game, he might not be able to get his get himself motivated like that as if he's playing a game 
on the training ground. You've got to take who's performing week in, week out. Because at the rate they're going, you know, if they want to get 90 minutes and get their extra 20 grand or whatever they've got for an appearance fee bonus, all they've got to do is work the bollocks off and train then stroll around the pitch. Because some of them, well, pretty much all of them after that third goal, I mean, I tweeted out at 5-2, are you Brighton in disguise? Because exactly, this, and that was towards Leicester, you know, reminiscent of Leicester and Spurs, because we conceded that third goal and fell apart. And I'd be going, Madison put in a decent, decent shift for the majority of the game. Yuri did go missing, but put in a, a decent shift for the majority of the game. Faz, I feel really sorry for you, mate, but you actually did some quality bit of defending, despite the fact that six goals mm. came through going past the defence and in the net. Ward, they're, 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 the, they're the players I want on the pitch come two weeks' time, but I don't want to see these players like Ndidi. I'm sorry, I love Ndidi, but I don't want to see him while his head's up his arse. I don't want to see um, Harvey Barnes on the pitch. Because I agree with him. I think we were sold a false dawn on him. He's not the player he, he, he had the potential to be. It's just yeah. unfortunate. Um, I don't think playing one up front works, but we could bang our head against Brick Wall. Rogers isn't going to do it. So please, 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 please tell me at least Colo Torres in charge against Forest if we haven't got a manager by then. Because if he does it, we won't have two up front. At least Colo might put two strikers on the pitch. No, I don't, I don't know. I, can you believe, just... Brad, Brad, can you believe that for the first 20 minutes, no, was it 20 minutes ago, Brighton, two strikers up front, we look good. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did look good. Um, we had that season so, where... So what you do for the next game, he plays one striker. Yeah. Well, what the, the fuck season, that's that season. about? Exactly. Really? Chris, you've brought this up as well, haven't you? That season where he played two strikers up front. Oh, who was top goal scorer, lads, that season? Because it wasn't Jamie yeah. Vardy. Who yeah, was our top goal scorer? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nacho. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I... It reminds me so much of the Rogers' Great Escape before we got off the bottom of the table period. When you did, you know, you could go on and play and score for... And score for not Rogers, sorry, Pearson... And you can score two goals and be dropped for the next game. <laughs> and yeah. it's just like two strikers on. You've come out, Brendan Rodgers, and said they both did well, they both scored. And you can drop them. Well, I, I thought he's going to play two. manager speaks as much bollocks no, as Brendan no, Rodgers I thought, I thought he'd play two today because he said that was the best we've yeah. got. And that's what worked. So he, he plays one. Um, and maybe the wrong one. I don't know. Um, I, I, I'm starting to believe you, Chris. I really think he failed maths because he can't figure out if we can use five subs. And he, yeah. he, he says we got to, we play better with two strikers and then plays one. I, I've yeah, lost yeah. faith in his ability to count. And yet, you know, everybody says he's a great coach, he's this, he's that. Um, and I really want to believe it. And that's yeah, the problem yeah. I have is that everything, every evidence, piece of evidence tells me he's crap. But I really want to believe he's good and he's going to turn it round. Are we talking? I'm going to come on to Ray's point in a minute. But are we talking sort of Ranieri two here? That and I know it was Puel that Rogers, you know, followed. And hindsight is a wonderful thing. And maybe Puel wasn't as bad as we all thought. But I mean, he, for me, and Brad, well, I've got to you, was bad. for me, well, we bring bad. in, um, we bring in. Rogers, 
<laughs> he does well for us, wins us the FA Cup, but he doesn't improve the team. Now, if you are a good coach, you shouldn't have to just say, well, to improve this team, I need better players. When those players have won an FA Cup, a Community Shield, and a few Premier League winners still in there as well. You should be able to coach that if you are a good coach. Good coach yeah. is not just get we'll get that guy sitting in. That isn't that isn't no. the answer, is it? No, it's not. Obviously, natural progression happens, and you're going to see yeah. changes of faces. I mean, like you said, despite you know Vardy and I think I think maybe Amati. I could be wrong. Is the only surviving one? It might just be Jamie Vardy. It's the only surviving member now of that. Um, or Brighton, that, I think. Oh, well, Brighton as well. Clear, obvious. Obviously, all Brighton as well, but yeah. you know they're the only two survivors of that. But you know, you make you say, is he more like Ranieri? Well, I'd actually say he was more like um, Nigel Pearson at the moment. The difference being, before it got to this stage for Nigel Pearson, he made a very conscious decision. Well, he made two conscious decisions. A, he was no longer going to play five at the back, which was what everybody was screaming for because he was playing four, five at the back and it just wasn't working. But his next conscious decision was, I'm not going to play my favourites. I have to drop my favourites. I have to get my best players out on that pitch. And we saw them. We, we, we saw a steady, stable 11, fair enough, probably third. All right, we saw a stable 13 players win nine of that last 11 games. And that was... That was almost, I know obviously we know how that ended, but at that point when he sat there, <laughs> Pearson must have been going, thank God I saw sense. I love these guys to bits, but if I'd have kept playing them, I'd have been out of a job and Leicester would have been in a championship. You know, and then he can work on it and he can whip these guys into shape and obviously he never got that chance because of what happened. But I think we, we potentially would have seen that. And I think that's what's happened to Rodgers. I think too late, he's too blind, he's too stubborn, and I've been saying that for months on end, that he wants he wants his favourite players to play and he wants them to go out there and have his back. If they're not good enough, which I'm sorry right now, some of them aren't, and I'm not going to name names because people come in going, oh, look at you, bullying our Leicester players, get on the... You know, I'm not... But there's certain players that you don't have to mention their names, like Voldemort. You can't... You know, today, who must not be named? But you know they're his favourites because they're in his team regardless. I would, I don't think it matters sometimes if if the likes of... Yuri Tillemans, with the greatest respect, who's one under the microscope. I know I said what name names, but I have to use a example. I don't think it would matter if he turned up to his training in, in his boxer shorts and didn't kick a ball. He'd still get his name put on the team sheet because he's that desperate to make him happy and try and keep him playing well that he's going to play him. And it's too late. I think he's. I think we've seen what we potentially would have seen had had Pearson not admitted defeat in his own stubbornness and 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 gone go away. Why are you playing out of form in DD uh, and um, and and someone else in that midfield when you've got a you've got two midfielders that despite everything that's going on have come out and verbally said it's not it's not a rumor it's not anything they have said on live telly or live radio I want to play for this club in Samare and Pratt why are you not then getting your brain cell to flick that switch and go you know what, as much as I love you, mate, your performances haven't been great. Keep working harder than a training ground and you'll get another opportunity if it arises. But right now, Dennis Pratt is showing me everything I need. He's showing me the right attitude. He's showing me the right effort in training. And I'm going to give him a, I'm going to give him a run of games. I'm going to do the same with Samore. 
Because to be honest with you, well, what did Mr. Glory? Yeah, exactly. And what did and I'll ask this question to anybody else that's listening. What did Samore do to Warren being dropped in his central defensive midfield for a catastrophe three games that indeed he's had a centre back? I will give indeed the okay, he's not a centre back, but he's crisis zone, his head's up his arse, he's scared of the ball, he do, he doesn't know what to do. He, he he has given away, I think, four goals this season by differing on the ball because he doesn't he, he's panicked. He's like, I don't know what to do, I don't know, what to do. plays around me. Goal, 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 goal. Every four times he's done that. What did Samore do wrong in the eyes of fans to suggest that Roger Swap, no, you need to be dropped? Because he played well against Chelsea. He played well against Brighton until everybody collapsed. What, why was he dropped today? Well, I mean, we don't, we don't know. Is it good evening to Doug? Um, and thank Doug. He actually sat through that 90 minutes and held my hand. Oh, <laughs> and stop me slitting my wrists. Have you ever thought about getting a job with the uh, with the Samaritans, Doug? Because I think you'd do all right. Um, the, the experts pointed out the malfunction in our um, way. I want to just find that that comment that I said earlier, which was a good one. Um, uh, where are we now? Where are we? Um, about what it? What does it say about the uh, about top? Um, here we go, Ray. Uh, the real elephant in the room is what does this say about top? Um, David, mm. tough one, isn't it? Mm. I mean, you can't argue about his passion for the club, you can't argue about his family's commitment to the club. Um, but we don't know who pulled the strings, whether it was his dad in the past and whether he's capable of continuing it um i don't see the money thing we couldn't deal with because of fair play yeah is it fair is it fair play is that what it's called i don't know yeah well, financial fair play, play. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so there's nothing they could have done about that so transfers were out the wall anyway um what it says now is whether brendan will be sacked and i think if he is, then it says that Top is like his dad. And he won't take shit. He was the one Brad that got rid of Prell and brought Rogers in. Yeah, he was. And and like we said, we, we we've seen with his record and what he has achieved here, and, and let's let's not forget that. Let's not forget that when, when the years announced the sacked. You know, when he does leave Leicester, let's not forget what he has helped us achieve. He picked up a dire team, and, and unfortunately he's gone full circle with it, but he did pick up a dire team that was playing drab football, that wasn't doing anything and looked like they were only going in one direction. And, and he, he turned us into a pretty mean machine, to quote the movie a little bit, the mean machine movie. You know, we were a little bit in your face. We were there. And he just seemed to have lost that initiative. The thing is, what we have to remember, like David said there, is Top wasn't the owner of this club when it was brought. His dad was. His father was. God rest him. His father. And he's just like his father. He's a lovely man. He's a wholesome man. He loves this community. I mean, how many how many clubs do a stadium expansion and think of the community? I know the business. I know people are going to say, yeah, okay, he's, making, he's going to be making moolah off these hotels and whatnot. Of course he is. He's a businessman, first and foremost. But in terms of owning a football club and being a businessman and taking that responsibility, he's a child. 
He is a child. I don't mean he's childish. I mean he's a child. He's like a newborn lamb. And he and, and we've and we've heard this, Chris, that his brother and sister are involved. I'm sure his mother is is more involved now and helping him. But he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders. And this is where you make that step from a boy to a man. And whether he loves Rogers, and I'm sure he does, and he appreciates everything that he's brought to the club. We saw the wholesomeness of the club and how how the players are. They, I mean, he didn't want to go down for that FA Cup celebration. He was like, no, the players did that. You did that. And they were like, no, get some sense, man. You did this. You're the reason we, we even made it this far, let alone win the damn thing. You get here. You deserve everything good about that comes your way. Now he has to do the thing that you don't like to do. He has to be the bad guy. He has to be the bad parent. And he has to turn around to Rogers and say, thank you, but there's the door. That's what he has to do. Right? <laughs> yeah. and, and I know we all feel that, people we? there now, hasn't he, Dave? He's got, you know, Susan Whelan. Oh. He's got all these people there that are there day to day because he's not there oh. day to day. No, no, no. We all feel the same. And we, we all thank Brendan for winning the FA Cup. As I say, I'd never thought i'd ever see that um we all thank him for what he's done but he's bottled it two years on the trot and we did really bottle it didn't we when we finished well, i don't like that word i'm not gonna well lie. we did we did chris we did we mm. bottled it because we we were there for fourth place for most of the season in two years and we screwed up mm. uh there was no reason we screwed up apart from the fact we got done by harry kane again at home and Man United with Johnny Evans sent off, was it? You know, we blew that and we shouldn't have lost to Man United in the last game. So there's a history of, of these things happening. Um, as you said the other night, Friday, I think it was, we won the FA Cup because VAR. And if it hadn't have been for that, we probably lost it. Um, and and I, I, I don't know, I find it difficult to say sack managers but you know what I'm really fed up with it all now and I'm really fed up with the same old rhetoric coming out from the manager saying that um, you know well we played well we did this well we had some good time yeah we did for 50 60 minutes but 90 minutes or 100 minutes is a game of football and we blew it every time how many times do we have to blow it before we suddenly say enough's enough you know, I, um... I actually predicted because i didn't i didn't think there's a cat in hell's chance we're going to win this and we no. always know there's goals in this these games like you say you know the, 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 it's like you know just come and we'll give you two goals straight away i actually but... had four three away yeah, yeah. I, I, I went. I mean, I went two uh, one. Uh, I was always being hopeful with that. Two Tottenham, but Brad. I mean, the performance to me was going to be more important than the um, than the scoreline because I didn't expect to win, right? And the performance in the first half, when they went two one up, we didn't put our heads down. We were playing. We had more of the ball. We had more of the shots, but. To me, and I, I know, you know, we've got different opinions, but to me, I'm sorry, when it goes wrong, the players aren't deliberately making things go wrong. They're trying to do what they're being told to do. Then surely it is the manager that has to look at that and go, right, what do I need to do now? I don't and see I that, Chris. I'm sorry. I don't see that. I see the players are responsible on the pitch and they're not 
playing. They're paid a lot of money. Mm. They are not performing good enough on basic football issues. They're not clearing the ball when they should. They're, I mean, even the captain, I think in, after 70, 80 minutes, he looked as if he passed the ball and he thought, oh, I can't be bothered anymore. I don't really notice, but his, his body language, oh, forget this. And, mm. you know, they're footballers. They, they shouldn't have to have the manager or the coaching staff telling them what to do every second of the game. You know, they should be doing it. And I don't like this playing out from the back, but Rogers no. does. And it no. gets us into trouble so many times. Sometimes you'll say, hoof it. And I just think, Brad, the manager can change those things. The manager can say, right, stop playing it out from the back. You know, I mean, when indeed he lost that ball, that wasn't Johnny Evans' fault. I'm sorry, that was indeed his fault. Because if he's going to oh. take that ball, look around him. Nobody was on him at that point, but he could see that somebody was maybe moving in towards him. And maybe go, no, or whatever. But are the players talking to each other? But surely it's still... And I get what you're saying, Dave, but still, Brad, surely it is down to the manager because he has the options to make the changes. Or, if he wants to do that and he hasn't got the players good enough to do it, then he's fighting a losing battle. He is. at the moment, the players aren't good enough to do it. No, Brad, but these are players that have won the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I get a lot of of the Dave Dave's points and honestly I'm fine with Dave getting his it's just getting out his system his point because it's nice to be able to bounce off off somebody in that in, in that sense. But there is a responsibility to a point on the players, but I think you are right. And the the, the staring problem that this team has and Chris this, this is something that I've said several times to you when we've talked about certain things or we've reviewed seasons. When Leicester won the the Premiership, because let's remember that. Let's cheer up a little bit. When we won the Premiership, a lot of people would say that beating Spurs 1-0, because I want to keep cheering us up, or beating Man City 3-1 in the Etihad was for them the defining moment in our season. And I said, actually, if you look back at the season, there was a game that was a defining moment for two clubs, and it was Leicester versus Aston Villa at home. Aston Villa were in dire straits. They were 2-0 up. They were on top of the world. There was 60 minutes gone, and Leicester turned that game on its head and won 3-2. What's the difference? What's the difference between that Aston Villa and what Leicester have been doing since... Oh, by the way, since Spurs were... the Spurs 3, Leicester 2 last year. Probably even before that. The thing is, I said back then in in the 14-15 season, that game, the 3-2 win against Villa, Leicester never knew when they would be, and Villa never knew when a game was won. What's the difference between that Villa side that had a shambles of the season and went down and where Leicester are right now? That's the most concerning part to me in comparison because Leicester, you know what? People are saying, you know, that comment by Ray about top, his his next biggest decision you've got to get right isn't just sacking Rodgers, it's who he brings in afterwards because they brought in on guard. I mean, Reme guard, sorry, who who was... It was no good at all. And if he makes the wrong choice there, we're going to be playing championship football, whether we've got bloody Wilfred and Didi at centre-back or we've got Iverson at centre-back. It wouldn't matter if we had Casper Ward and Iverson picked to go in goal, all three of them in goal, as illegal as that is. We, we were gonna, we're going to go down if we make 
the wrong decisions in the next couple of weeks. We're going to Aston Villa, right? Okay. We are going yeah. to Aston Villa, right? Possibly, possibly. But, and in answer to your question, and I'll throw this then to, to Dave, um, it doesn't matter who we get in because, you know, if we stick with, you know, if we've won, who can be worse? Because we've played seven, we've lost seven. All right, so we've lost six. Sorry, we've, I forgot we actually got a point on the first day. Uh, we've, we've lost six in a row. Who can we get in? It could be if we get another manager and he loses the next six in a row, he's no worse than Rogers. I mean, it doesn't matter who we have in. I mean, somebody's just said, Highfields have just said Thomas Frank, he wouldn't come. Well, <laughs> Who would come to be honest, after you know, today, yeah, after Benedict, today, I'd take Sean Dyche. Without any, I said there. that, and Dan's just said that in the chat. And good without evening, Dan. Doubt. How are you? I mean, I'd take Alan Pardew. No, <laughs> yeah, no. because it's he's, he he's a lovely guy. Worse than Rogers. I actually know Alan Pardew, and he's a lovely guy, but I certainly wouldn't want him managing my club. Could he? Go hey, Sean, could Sean he? Dodge. What is the worst job? What no. is the worst yeah. job? The but this man would rather take Alan Kerbisley, and he hasn't oh, managed yeah. for twenty years. I'd take Big Sam. <laughs> I'd take, I'd take any, you know, I mean, I've listened to Sean Dyche on a few interviews on the video. He actually talks sense when you, yeah. when you, he does a one-to-one. -one. Um, yeah, yeah. come I, on, boys. Let's be none of these back. managers <laughs> do a worse job, though, could they? Leicester uh, City, Leicester City. You're you in charge. You couldn't do any worse, could you? Cheers, pal. Leicester City's a good club. There's no doubt about it. We're a great club. We've just gone screwball because... You, you call it um, stubbornness, Brad. Um, I call it incompetence because, uh, you know, watching these games, you see substitutions being made or not being made. You see defenders that shouldn't actually play in that position. You, yeah. you know, you just see bad selections and you think, who's running this club? Um, I think Top could do it better. I really do because I... I don't know where it's gone wrong. I really don't know where it's gone wrong. We we don't go from a, a top five, six, seven club to being relegation fodder. What, what do you think, Bradley? <laughs> oh, don't call me Bradley. My mother will slap me for that one because that's I a know. fine name. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> Chris warned me um, of that. Uh, yeah, it's all right, Dave. It's all right. I'll let you off that one. It's just my mother that will get angry with you. But no, um, I can tell you what happened. Brendan Rodgers got it into his ingenious idea that Leicester, the counter-attacking high-pressing side that have a majority of players that only really masterfully play that way, can defend as a unit. We cannot defend as an 11 team. We cannot do this track back, get back as a team and go forward as a team. Because we, when we've started doing that, and it may have even been further back than the Spurs game that I mentioned, which we lost in spectacular style, but what Rogers has been trying to do is, you know, when Ranieri offered pizzas to keep a clean sheet? Yeah. Well, Leicester did that by still, he didn't change the status quo, did he? He still played attacking, but he wanted them to be more mindful, be more stuck in, and that was it. And they just tweaked a little bit. He tweaked it, if you will. Not tinkered, he, he, he tweaked a little bit. But he still wanted that high intensity counter attacking team. What Rogers has done is gone, oh, I've got 25 players here that have spent the last three or four years, the majority of them playing counter-attacking high-line football, which we did today and it worked well for 45 minutes. 
Um, can we all get behind the ball and park the bus, please? I know you can't do it. You're absolute shambles at team defending, but can you do it, please? They're getting each other's way. I'll do it on my tactic board and say, but they're getting each other's way. They actually get each other's way, and we went. From, we 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 seem to go from a team that plays high line pressing football to sitting in our own half, and instead of like Faz, Faz today made about three or four killer passes to put us on the front foot immediately, didn't they? I think Daka. Uh, being a bit more confident and having a few more games and goals under his belt might have taken a few of them passes that he made to him. We went from that to not being able to pass it more than five yards because that's the closest, that, that, that was the furthest away blue shirt. There wasn't anyone further up the field to pass it to because really Daku was in Evans's pocket. He was so deep. But that's where he's gone wrong. That's where he's, your fancy thesaurus word that you used, I think it was incompetent, and, and my stubbornness come together because that is what he's tried to go and he won't change it. His incompetence and stubbornness, if they can go together, I don't know if that's physically possible in, in the definition of the words, but that's where it's been going wrong, mate, and that's Brad, why it's going Yeah, but, but Brad, he's a football man and everybody talks to me about, oh, he's a football man, he's a football man. What does that mean? What it, means, what it should mean is he knows yeah. what he's talking about. Yeah, but because he was true. a every yeah. supporter or thirty thousand of them out there, he doesn't know what he's talking about. No, and he, he was a footballer who, who had his career ended by an injury, which it, it, you know you don't like to hear that about any footballer, no, no. but he was a footballer he, as it was. But he had time to coach. He had time to learn it, and yeah. now he has no idea what he's doing. And I hate mm. saying this because you mm. know it's Leicester. But yeah, you know, I I just watch it and I think you've got players there who really don't know what they're doing, and you're yeah. playing people. The last time this happened, I told you, was it Holloway? Um, sent yeah. Maxilli off on loan and played, didn't play a striker and played a defender up front. Guys, footballers now are not intelligent, they can't mix and match, they no. have to know what they're doing, they have to play their position. So we have. We, Amati's not a defender. I noticed he's classed on the website as being a defender now, which was quite funny. Uh, he's not. He's a midfielder. And uh, indeed, he's a, a midfielder. So why do, why play him in the back four? Because it's a totally different game of football, isn't it? You play behind defenders. You need guys who are going to put their heads there, the feet there, their bodies there. Not namby-pamby midfielders who want to just be a bit classy and pass it I think that season when he played, he was probably the only fit one we had. He didn't do bad last season. No, fair point. But he's not now, is he? We've got two no. defenders who can't get in the squad. Mm. Yeah. Mean, whose and what, fault is that? Yeah, I agree. And, and, and it's just one of them. I mean, I'm all for trying to make a player versatile. One thing I will say, I am... I'm, very interested in, in, in another manager that comes in trying to make these players adaptable to two play positions. But just 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 maybe make them adaptable. If you when 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 you want to make them versatile, maybe go from making a, a central defensive midfielder into a holding centre midfielder. That that's versatile for me. Don't put Madison on the fucking right wing. Don't put two midfielders yeah. in the fucking defence, and don't put don't put Iverson on the left wing and put Jamie Vardy in goal because he'll probably do that against Forest because he's lost the pot that much. I wouldn't be surprised if bloody Amarte and bloody Evans are up front next season because he looks at nineties and think, well, it worked for Martin O'Neill. I'll do it here. 
Yeah. 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 Shane makes the point Madison, there, and we'll, we'll move special. on from this point now, but uh, Shane makes this. the point here. Another problem is we try and walk the ball in. But today, yeah. I just thought we were taking pop shots from anywhere that was that were they were just ending up in the crowd. I don't think you know we were get, even getting close. With like we were never gonna, never gonna score trying to shoot from that far because we haven't got a song playing for us. Well, maybe that's why we try and walk it in because we're not good enough from a distance. But he's right; we do try and walk in. But I mean, today, we, I thought we were doing the opposite. No, yeah, we were. But every back. other game this season, we've tried to walk it in. And when you want people to shoot or take a chance, we pass it sideways, and then it goes backwards, and then it mm. goes that way. Um, you know, and you just want people to take a chance because that's what we used to do, isn't it? That's why we were good. Because we, we yeah. look at the goals from the winning side. I mean, some of the goals that came out of that, you wouldn't expect. You wouldn't think, oh, my God, how did that happen? But they mm. took a chance. Now, it's not scared to do anything. And that's the manager's fault. I, I, I actually think when they're shooting from these distances, they're going against the grain of what they're told by Rogers. Which is why I, you know, I said, and I brought this up a few times recently, weeks, Paolo Sosa had a torrid, torrid start to his reign at Leicester manager. And we played Norwich at home and we had probably our best performance under him as manager. We had our best performance. They tried, they did everything they could. We lost 4-3. I can't remember how the game went, but I think Friday scored a hat-trick and we nearly nicked a point. Yeah. And it still wasn't good enough to, to save him his job. And then we know what happened. But... I think these players are shooting out of desperation sometimes because they're just trying to get anything, anything going, something that gets them. If they, if they hit a couple of bangers in today, then they're just hoping, get in the net, just please go in the net because they're not hitting them with any conviction. And the thing is, right, there was a chance we had where Lloris made a good save and, and, and Dakin nearly, nearly had an empty net to put it into if he didn't. But I had the less commentary on because it was foreign on the screen and I'm, I, I, I'm one of them I like to be able to hear commentators so I can either tell Michael when he's talking out of his arse or I can agree with the commentator sort of thing I had laid a radio Leicester on by the side of me and I was watching it and they said you know I can't remember when it was but the chance that Tillerman had and he goes it almost looked like Tillemans couldn't decide whether he was supposed to, and he said he couldn't tell it whether he was supposed to shoot or play it into matters now yes he ended up playing the right choice by laying it off to Maddox because he was in better space. But he overhit the pass and then Maddox's shot come cross was on the stretch. And it, and, and that's what I think. Sometimes the players are like, should I just, should I just? No, walk it in. That's what we've been told. And I, I think I, you're I, right, Brad. Yeah. I think Brendan overthinks it. Hmm. And, and yeah. it's, is it one of you guys said the other day that um, let them get on with the game, let them open them up, let them play their own game. And it was, you, was it Chris, was it? Yeah. Saying they should get on with it and let them play properly. Yeah, let them play football, which is what they're good at, which is why you spend millions on buying them yeah. and, and see what happens there. And, and should we take what we're not doing? <laughs> well, like I said before, couldn't you do any worse? I mean, I mean, no, no, we couldn't well, know at the moment. Available. No. Yeah. You know, well, you could be the seven losses, but you know what I'm saying? It is, it is I'd probably appoint Walsh as assistant manager to kick their asses. <laughs> well, why? Why not? You know, I, speak, I interviewed Tony Cotty the other day, and Walsh wanted the manager's job um, yeah, after O'Neill left. He did. And 
Cotty wanted to be the assistant manager, and no, we went for Tater Pilo and, and look where that left us. We've got a vote going on here in the chat. Brendan in or out uh, at the moment, um, only nine votes, so get voting. Uh, at the moment, everybody that's voted has gone out. <laughs> I think I think if we got that for Brexit, it would have been over a lot quicker than it was with the uh, 50 times. Uh, are, are you checking Sky? Is he still with us? He yeah. is still with us, unfortunately. Yeah. That, that's why Chris has been letting me and you talk because you've been fresh in Sky for three seconds, hoping <laughs> to interrupt us. I just can't get a word in. Yeah. And I hate, I don't know about you guys, but I hate this. I mean, yeah. it, 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 it's just wrong, isn't it, that it should be like this? But I think he's abused that club far too long now. And, and I don't know why. I really don't. Yeah, just... No managers ever. It's, it's, I mean, uh, funnily enough, okay, I was um, I was doing a thing for uh, the sh the radio show that we do, and if you if you don't follow for the radio show, please please do it. Um, sorry, I got it's, plug in. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> cloud dot com uh, forward slash ltid radio, or go to the website letsitlidie dot com uh, forward slash radio, and the, the, there's a link on there. Follow us, and I, and I was checking the show. And it's the only time I've known this happen where a manager has resigned. And that was Kevin Keegan. And the reason I was doing that was because of his single, look, um, I must be in love, whatever it was, it was called. That good, I can't even remember it. And I, it, 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 you know, one of the links that YouTube gives, he, re, he resigned after Germany beat us 2-1 at Wembley, the last game at Wembley, Brad. And he came and he said, do you know what? I've gone as far as I can. I haven't got the experience to give these players that little bit extra and another manager that will come in can possibly do that. Yeah. And it was Glenn, as it happens. But and I thought, looking back at that, and I didn't really kind of, you know, take it in, but I thought, fucking hell, Kevin, that is a very brave thing to do and very honourable. But to admit that... You know, um, and you, but you will never get a manager normally. That's the only time I've ever had a manager actually, um, uh, uh, you know, leave, well, to say leave if you like, but you know, resign rather than, um, than be sacked. Yeah, um, unfortunately, um, Kevin Keegan wore his heart on his sleeve when it came to management and you know, being a being English, wanting to that job and. And and, when, and that's that's the only occasion you're ever going to see a manager walk away from a job, especially in today's day and age. Now I know we're all laughing and joking, but if 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 I was Leicester manager, anyone that remembers a show called Dream Team, where a fan uh, there was there was a series where it was it was a fake fake East East Midlands um, um, team called uh, Harchester United. And they had a series yeah. where one time a fan was appointed the manager because he was a fan. And he did exactly the same. That was the storyline top. And if I was manager of Leicester and I was taking Leicester down the road they're on now, I would do the same. Because I love Leicester and it breaks my heart, as it does every fan, to see my club in this dire situation and dire position. And I would, hand on heart, it would break my heart to leave it because I'd want to be so successful as a manager of Leicester, but I would walk away. Unfortunately, like we say about players, we have to say the same about managers. He's got no loyalty, Leicester. They are, at the end of the day, when we get down to brass taxes, it's a paycheck to him. And people saying, oh, he should do the right thing. I wish he would. 
If world was like that, he would have walked away after the Brighton. Great, breaking news. I'm sorry, Matt. I've really got to go to this. I, I, I can't believe, you know. Not believe what I'm saying here, really, but breaking news. Somebody has voted Brendan in in the poll. I don't believe Brendan, it. Brendan, get out. Brendan, get out of this conversation. Name yourself now, sir. Name yourself now. I'm Brendan sorry for anybody who thought I was actually going to announce that he had left. But, um, he's, a Forest, he's a Forest fan. <laughs> yeah, probably. Brendan probably. Rogers, stream like Leicester. Yeah, I mean, somebody again has just said PK. We, we have covered this. You have, you know, you said Ward out, and I'm just going to show again what I've showed everybody else here, and that is Schmeichel stats at, at Nice. So mm. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I still can't see who how you can blame Ward for two or three of those goals. Well, any of them, if I'm honest with you. Um, right, let's. Um, I don't know where to go with this now. I mean. Well, let's think Harry, about what is... Brad said. Harry, he said it. He said it, didn't he? He had to He's say done it. it. Yeah, go on, Chris. Let's, let's keep Come going. on. Um... <laughs> I don't even know when I've, when I've done it. Have I just called you Harry? Yeah. 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 Thanks, mate. Thanks, Sue. Uh, um... Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. I, th I think we've got to look at sort of man Brendan Rogers is because to me for what he what, what's happened I'd walk away I know you said this earlier that you know, he won't and everything else but I'd say look okay I've messed up it's time to go yeah mm -hmm. yeah but I mean Brenly says here and just going a little bit off the topic but um Judas Southgate please wake up we, we, I'm happy for him I'm disappointed for um, Madison, but I'm happy as a club because he's not going to get injured, so you know, and he's, he's, well. he's, he's going to be just a bit. But I do, as Highfield says, there, Judas, Judas, Judas. Oh no, somebody else has voted him in. There's two votes now for, for in Brandon. Get off your second account, <laughs> but look to me, right? This is the this is the I mean, you've got ex players, like looking at this game. All right, I went 2 1. Uh, Craig did what I used to do, which is not vote against my team, and he went 1 1. But I needed the points in the prediction league, so I wasn't bothered. Jerry Taggart said 3 1. Steve Linex went 1 0 to Leicester purely because he hates Tottenham that much. Mm, uh, he's going to be fuming. <laughs> Ian Marshall went three years. Ian Marshall went 3 1 uh, as well. Um, mm. And Steve Walsh, though he went 1 1, I cannot tell you what scoreline he actually predicted before he decided to go for that one. But let me just say, he was very much a lot closer to the actual scoreline than his 1-1 one, one was. Oh. Um, and when you've got, Brad, you've got ex-players looking at that and going, yeah, we're going to get stuffed here. That's almost an indictment in itself, isn't it? It is, mate. Uh, and do, you know what, do you know what's even worse? Sorry, sorry, sorry Dave. Um, do you know what's even worse? I've seen Leicester fans... And, and and not being smug about it, they're, they're actually disgusted to admit it. But I can't believe I have to say this, but I've just won 50-odd pounds, 60-odd pounds, 40-odd pounds, because I bet on four more goals for Spurs. I bet on so-and-so. I bet on this. And look at what it's done. The only thing my club's helped me win today is a bet, because I have, I've sunk so low, I bet on my club. I was that confident we were going to lose. And 
that's how you know things are bad. When your own fans are ashamed to admit that they've won some money, it tells you everything because they're winning money on betting against their own club. And I, I'd never do that in terms of betting, but <clears> Jesus <throat> Christ, yeah. it tells you where we're at. I had Roger, Roger said he's disappointed for the players, uh, David. That's bollocks. <laughs> I had four three. I had a four three away win. I had a feeling we might turn it around tonight, but uh, that I, I just all I saw was incompetence, and that has to be the manager. It has to be the manager. I have not seen teams perform like that, where they've just given up. Mm. We gave up. You know, there's no doubt about it. You know, indeed, Johnny Evans, Johnny Evans, he must be hating himself. You know, I saw him make a pass and he just went, oh, you know, here we go. Let's just pass it out and that's it. My job done. Hated yeah. it. He was back at West Brom. Oh, I mean, what, what, sorry, what, what has Wes Morgan done in the managerial stakes to say that he's ready to take over a Premier League club? I just, Pooed my pants then because I was just looking at the Leicester Mercury site and it came up with breaking news. And I thought, what? But apparently, it's a major police incident is underway in Leicester. Mm. Yeah, what there's a man been up to now. <laughs> yeah, everybody's chasing Rogers home and out of Leicester. Yeah. Brendan Rogers has been arrested for robbing Leicester City of uh, 10 million a year. Mm. Um, the the I... players, I love all of them. They've given me everything. It's been a real challenging summer for us. Uh, same old shit. Last week or so that we've got our rhythm back. I thought we yeah. saw that tonight. We got punished, and the scoreline doesn't look good from a coaching perspective. I look at and know there were a lot of really good moments. If we can take that forward into Nottingham Forest, we can have a reset now, and that's a good opportunity at home. Then we've not. Then we've got a good run of fixtures to accommodate uh, to accumulate more points. Where are those points coming from, Brad? Uh, um, if I load up feet, if I load up my football manager career, I might I might be able to wrangle a few points up before this stream ends. But I don't know where they're coming from in real life. Honestly, I don't. I, I just don't because, like I said, they 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 fear winning the game. They fear conceding. Brentford two 0 up as soon as they scored. They feared the game. Southampton one 0 up as soon as they were level. Feared the game. Manchester United as soon as they went one 0 up. Fit that was it. That was it. They, they, they've lost the game. Chelsea, even against 10 men, they feared the game. Brighton, they took the lead, feared the game. Every game of the season, Spurs feared the game. You know, if Stockport County had scored against us in that Carabao Cup game, they would have they would have feared it. In fact, isn't, isn't it ironic that the only time we actually technically won a game and it went to a shootout was when we didn't fucking score? Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, David, surely that's down to Brendan being such a good man-manager that he shouldn't be letting that happen. He picks the wrong players in the wrong places. That's, you know, I keep going back to this every time. You know, and it's boring, I know. But you don't play it's midfielders fun. in defence. You don't... You tell your players if there's a danger, get rid of the damn ball. Oh. You don't say pass it around and, and do we get think, robbed. Do we think, Dave, I'll stick with you, that... When indeed he cost us that, was it the third goal? Yeah. Evans passed it to him. And like I say, there was nobody around him. And I'm sure that Brad's going to do this because if anybody's actually sat here waiting for Brad's board to come up, 
um, in the nicest possible way. Just to let you know, there isn't been a change. We're not doing that in this show. We are actually going to have a separate show tomorrow, 11 o'clock in the morning, where Brad will just be talking tactics. And he's got some new toys, so it's exciting to look at. Um, but do you think, Dave, that was he, was, you know, I, I think he should have been looking around. He should be knowing what's going on around him. But was he given a shout? Because there was two or three Leicester players there. It's happened too often, Chris. Mm. I've seen it happen too often um, where he seems to have no idea when he's playing the back four. You remember two or three years ago, he was the rock. I mean, he would win tackles. He'd take the ball off people. He'd do that fine. He's made a lot of mistakes lately and he didn't seem to, I hate to use it, but he didn't seem to care. Um, and he blames somebody else. Uh, and playing the back four, you can't do that because that's a goal, especially in the Premier League. You know, you cannot make a mistake in the back four as you've done. Make it in midfield, you've got your back four to protect you. But, you know, no. I mean, he's he's a, he's a this year he's struggling. So Unchu has not played, but indeed he has and screwed up. So tell me why Unchu is not playing instead of Ndidi. I don't get it. Give me you know? a crystal ball. Yeah, um, I don't get it. That's bad. That's bad management. It all comes down to the managers. And to be honest, I, th I think the his back t back room team, whatever you want to call them, are ineffectual. They're pointless because they don't seem to have any say in what happens. Even if they do, they're wrong. So you know, they're pointless being there. Did you watch the game, Dave? I didn't watch the whole okay. game. I saw the last half an hour. Okay. No, no, no. The reason I'm asking, and I know you, you, I you, were, you, you did, Brad, but... I recorded uh, it and went up the pub. <laughs> you wish you stayed, you stayed there. there as well, don't you? <laughs> I should have stayed there. When, when we went 1-0 up, and then we had two corners, the first one went in, and when we got the second corner, again, I called it, we went 2-1 down... The camera's actually panned over to our new set-piece coach. And he had a look of total desperation on his face. But at least he knows he's got a job on his hands now. Because if we'd have come yeah. out of that and got a nil-nil, he'd have probably looked at that and thought, yeah. well, what do you need me for? Jesus Christ, the guy looked like he's gone, oh, God, what have I signed up for? Like Faz, you know, like the new side in it. I was thinking, Jesus Christ, what have I got well, myself the, in there? The bit I saw, Brad, Faz always looked, he was on his own. He was. He was on his own, wasn't he? You know, and, yeah. And trying to repel everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Reds, Reds were asses, you know, Evans and players like that. The Reds were asses when that third goal went. And he was the only one looking around going, um, that's, that, that, that's the, the, the big hands. Not at, at, at the 90, it's still at the yeah. 70. Can we keep playing, please? And, you know, but that aside, I mean, that coach, I mean, Brendan there saying, oh, we got a lovely two-week reset. Mate, Brendan, you've just managed to make it so Leicester fans are actually happy for an international break. That's fucking you've done, Brendan. You've That's actually made me excited for international international friendlies. Well done, Brendan. I hope you're happy with yourself. But he's got to. I mean, look, I'm not going to lay the blame there. I mean, I, saw, I, I, I did put one Arsenal fan who had to cheat to go, this man's the, the most pointless man in football. I was like, the man's been at the club for five minutes. How about you pipe down and worry about your Arteta out protests? You know, but that guy's got a job in his hand. He's not going to fix it in two weeks. Mm. You know, when, if and when we do get a win, 
And it, 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 I say if because that's how it feels right now, not more than when, you know, we do get a win this season. It's going to be for a frail defence. It's going to be a 3-2. It's going to be a heart in mouths. You know, it's not going to be a 3-0 and way everything's back to normal. We fix all the problems. We're not tightening a couple of loose bolts. We're reassembling we're re the whole the whole bloody Leicester machine. And this guy has already had a week and not been able to do much. He's now got two more weeks. Um, Isn't it how he boosts the morale, though? It's, it's yeah, morale. That, it's it's yeah. not tactics, is it? It's Johnny Evans watching a ball and thinking, oh, you've got the ball. My job's done. It's up to you, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to show you the comments that were coming up in the Facebook about uh, about the game. So we'll just see what people were saying there. And there was sort of 28 odd when I came on to earlier to, to clear it. Uh, sorry if this offends anyone who is a support Rogers through thick and thin groupie, but really 6-2 is embarrassing. I will support Leicester till I die as I have both birth and family before me, but an obvious mismanagement problem here, sort it out. Um, it looks like a ridiculous scoreline. Madison's honest, that was a sky one. Uh, oh, look at that. Somebody said there, Rogers must go now. Oh, it was me. Um, <laughs> always support managers usually, uh, but after bottling two top four finishes, there we go. Uh, you might have been right, Harry. Uh, Dave, sorry. Nearly, nearly. Yeah, and the European semi-final, no plan B. But you see, the other day, I thought we had a plan C, D and E, but nobody knew which one they were playing. Um, yep, yeah, somebody wants him out there. Um we didn't sign a new keeper. Iveson isn't better than Ward. Rogers said he's a quality keeper. He ain't. Rogers needs to go. End of. We will go down if he doesn't get sacked tomorrow. That uh, was the team news. Relegation is imminent. Um, get out of it. Uh, when did Rod? When did the defence coach start? I don't know, but he's got a job on his hand. He's going to earn his money. Uh, unfortunately, think the time is now right to change a manager or playing staff. Both seem to have got given up as only eight games in, or it's seven. And I hate to say it, but we look like we are already relegated. Uh, this rate, will be, we will beat Derby's record of being the worst team points-wise in Premier League history. Oh, you could be right there. You've always been bloody awful tonight. What an absolute joke Brendan is. Um... I think that's probably it. Uh, there's another negative post there. Uh, all the do-gooders on here still want Brendan's in charge. 11 goals, two games. Dressing room has gone now. It's time he did. Um, was Yuri that bad tonight? I don't think he was, actually. I think he was really good. I think he, you know, for the 47 minutes we were in a game and trying, I think he was actually all right. Um, yeah. Do you want to know something else that's really disappointing we've gone from a team that used to break good records to potentially setting new ones you talk about we're the worst team since i think someone posted saying it was west ham in 65 to have a worse start than what we, we we've had uh, we've now officially got that record now yeah we've now officially got the record so it's even worse you talk about premier league things and that's obviously one that's bypasses premier league this is leicester's worst start you know, you know, Leicester, sorry, not worst start. Yeah, but no, it has to be worst start, surely. Leicester haven't gone a season where they haven't at least picked up one win in, in the first seven games since 84. Now, I can't remember if the commentator said it was the 83-84 season, the 84-85. You guys are slightly older than me. Only just, you, you, you're not just as young as I am. You're only slightly younger than I am. You might just yeah. remember the 80s, being just yeah. you were only little nippers then. 
Um, but that's that's alarming, isn't it? That's alarming to say that we've we've gone from FA Cup winners, European semi-finalists, to mm. not being able to win a game in well, the first the semi-finals. We used to go from being relegation candidates to winning the Premier League. Now we, we've yeah. turned it totally around, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. the thing that bothers yeah. me as much, Brad, is the fact that uh, we get the same rhetoric. I've said this earlier, haven't I? All the time, every game, we get the same mm. shit comes out. And we don't need to hear that. We don't need to know that we played well. We were unlucky. We had, you know, we had twenty minutes where we were bad. We don't need that. What we need is somebody to say, "How are we going to stop that last thirty minutes or so where we're rubbish?" Oh. You know, we love the first 50, 60 minutes where we're great, but you know, we don't need I, the last time. Yeah. And that's I, what yeah. our managers. Yeah, sorry, God, sorry, I thought you finished. No, no, I'm saying that's what I have. I've finished. <laughs> well, I have as well, really. Well, because I just wonder if they do the same in training. Do they do an 11 side match and then the A team uh, stop playing after 60 minutes and they lose the game? And he goes, Well, you did well for 60 minutes. They only did well for half hour. So you're playing the start. I don't know what he's doing. And honestly, I don't think he does. I think what I want to do now, I want to do just a couple of um, quick, uh, um, what do you call them? Uh, polls, Jingles. if you like. Yeah. I want to wonder is, I want to run through the next games. Between now and the end of October, um, in fact, I, I tell you what, should we go up to the, should we go up to the World Cup? Um, and I just wanted you to tell what? me. You don't need any descriptions or anything like that. I just want to tell me how many points you will get from each of these games. We'll go, David Brad, David Brad. Yeah. Uh, be honest now. Be honest in what you think we're going to get. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've got Forest in two weeks' time. How many one. points from that one, Dave? One. 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 Brad? None. None. Okay. And after that, we've got Villa. These are all the winnable games that we're starting with here. We've got Villa. Oh, is, has that been rearranged? No, it hasn't. Sorry, you're quite right. We've got Bournemouth. Sorry. One. Uh, one. One from Bournemouth. Well, Brad? None. Are you going to give any points here, or shall I just put you down for a big note at the end? <laughs> Yeah, mate, because you remember, you remember a few weeks ago when we started I this. I did, well, I was hoping Dave. you might go, well, we'll stick with you then, Dave. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I'll give a Palace, Palace. Palace, where? Home. Uh, we are at home, yes. Yeah. She... None. None? Wow. Leeds at home? One. One. Um, Wolves away? None. Man City at home. <laughs> oh, yeah, three. No, none. <laughs> oh, the, somebody said earlier in the chat, Haaland will just turn up and on his own. He won't have other than 10 other players. I'll go with that yeah. down for a nil for you, mate. Yeah, my mind was simple, mate, because I, I remember a few weeks ago, I was saying, I said, honestly, right now, I can't see where our next one's coming no, from. You, you, know, you say about Haaland, there's a joke there, isn't there? I think we've all heard. Um, Man City played Leicester, and Haaland said, you know what, lads, this is that easy, I'll play it on my own. So they all go to the pub, and uh, Pep puts the TV on, and he sees three minutes in, Man City won Leicester nil. And he's, he's happy, he's happy with that. He turns it off, and then he gets a text. And he goes, oh, you know, he turns the telly on and Leicester City won, Man City won. And Arlen comes through the door. He goes, what the fuck happened? What happened? And he goes, sorry, boss, but after I scored, I took my shirt off and the referee sent me off. 
Back to the scores. Back to the scores. Uh, Everton away, Dave. Oh, we never. Well, I mean, we might get three points out of that, you know. Everton away. I hate Everton, and we do seem to do okay there. And then after playing Newport in the cup, which we could well go out. Yeah, yeah. We're getting what's out of that. Away, away at West Ham. No, nothing. Nothing. Okay. So we are going to get, you reckon, three, four, five. We're going to get six points. Mm. Added to the one that we've got, that is seven. <clears throat> oh, God. Let's yeah. just, I mean, just having a look here. Um, seven points at the moment would only take us up to 15th. At the moment. At the moment. That's without anybody else playing any games. It is absolutely... That's how scary it is, isn't oh, yeah. it? It is. It is. But I mean, Brad, Brad's points well made there. You know, where can we see these points coming from? These are the winnable games. And to be honest with you, one, two, three, four. At the winnable games up to Man City, you've given us three points mm. in total, not just in one game, in total. So how bad and is I was, it? I was the guy that had a 4-3 win today. So. You, were, you were. You were. Yeah. Look, we're going to have a look at the players and we're going to rate the players because we've started doing this now and I do like it, to be honest with you. Um, so let us just take uh, a quick reminder of what I'd like you to do and then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give the players some scores. In a world where cat videos and memes rule the feeds. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Indeed, right. So, um, let's just start then. What we'll do is, um, we'll... I know there's a way of doing this with there's being three of us in here. Uh, I'm not going to vote. Oh, I was going to say, why don't you get a number off both me and Dave? And if we agree, it's easy. And if not, you cast the side. Well, I, I didn't see the whole game, Chris. So, oh, right. oh okay that. then. All right then. Fair. That's a good point. That's a good point, uh, point Harry. So, Brad, it's all down to you again. Um, no worries. <laughs> where are we? Let's start with Danny Ward. He's taking a lot of criticism today. How many points would you give him? I'm going to give him more points than Leicester have on the league table at the moment. I'm going to give him three. And they're all sympathy points. The three sympathy points because he did concede six. Now, he's not at fault for four out of them, but you can't give these players high today. The, the hiding they've taken, he gets three. He made a fantastic... He did. He made a worldly save. He did. He did. But, however, he was on the roll for conceding from three straight corners in a row. Had he not got the decision given to him that wrapped in bubble wrap as a goalkeeper he is, he actually nearly conceded from three direct corners. So, uh, Mm. let's take that with a pinch of salt as well. Yeah. Timothy Castagne, you return to the squad today? He gets a four. I actually like him on the wing. I think he, he he's trying to do three position players' jobs. He's trying to do a right mid, a right winger, and a right wing back's job. I I really rated him today. Um, yeah. Gets a four. Can I just say I do like this, and I want to thank Leicestershire Live for for putting this up every week because it's a lot easier than me my little pictures. Um, Johnny Evans. Ooh. He gets a. Th- 
Yeah, it's a three because what obviously wasn't at fault for the goals. His head went. And I know everybody's head went, but I just, when when you give up like that, I can't. Four for me is a positive score today, believe it or not. And I'm just going to give him a three. I'd give him lower if he'd have made mistakes, but three. Yeah. Three. Okay. Um, debut boy, Wout Faze. You know what? You know what? It's crazy because he, he played in the back line that conceded six goals. Mm. And I'm going to give him a five because he worked his bollocks off. You know, he was the one that, like David said earlier, when Evans was in no man's land, not caring because it was 4-2, 5-2 and then 6-2, he was still trying to make tackles. He was still trying to win the ball and get us going. So, shining light, he gets a five. Yeah. Uh, James Justin? Got absolutely shadowed out of the game after after he won the penalty. Was superb for about 20 minutes. Uh, three. I, I think dare that actually ask this. I dare actually ask this one. <laughs> Wilf? Zero. Wow. Challenges. Didn't bother to challenge us. He's not challenged for a ball at all since he gets here. Every time he gets a card, he never bothers to challenge. That's not the Wilf and DD I know and love. Useless today. Absolutely non existent. Zero. Okay. Tielemans. Five. People can say what they like. I know his bad. Was, I know his form's been bad, but every once in a while, when he's been able to and he has turned up, he's turned up and done a good job. And I think for the forty-five minutes, he was probably one of our more standout players. It's your vote, mate. It is your vote. Um, Kieran Dewsbury Hall um, probably deserved to get taken off, so he didn't have to get hounded to death by the fans for the the way we capitulated because he did really well I'm going to give him a five as well I think he tried today he, he always tries as far as you view uh, yeah I can't, I can't argue with that um, James Madison give him a five again if you're you're looking at these ratings and a 6-2 defeat I think you, you, you're seeing by my numbers the players we need to make sure we're mm. going on again yep. tried um, it um, you're right uh, Patson Dacker. I'm going to give him a five as well, you know. And this sounds weird. It? We've lost six turn, I'm giving fives. But he ran. He tried. He got in positions. He was ever making them runs that we've seen him get goals. The reason we brought him, you know, the YouTube clips. We saw glimpses of that today. He just needs goals and confidence, and I'm sure it will come. I'm giving them a five. Let me just ask you about the handball there, because to me, yeah, yeah, it was the most stupid handball that he didn't need to do. I was never going to get away with it because of VAR, believe it or not, Dakar. Um, it was then it was on a yellow card, which could have put us in worse trouble. One but one yeah. reckless challenge, and he's off. Yeah, true, but. It was just one of them, like, oh, for God's sake. That's, you know, again, we talk about some moments, say, that summed up Leicester's season in a nutshell. That was one of them where you kind of go, oh, for God's sake, he's handballed it. You know, and, and, and again, he was unlucky today. An extra inch on his big toe, he, he puts one in the net and we maybe get three all. I've got to give him a five because at least he tried. Well, I'm going to overrule you on this one. That's um, fine. And I'm only going only gonna to drop it down to four because I was impressed with him. 
but that stupid yellow card, there was just no. absolutely no need for it, you know. That, that's um, fair enough, mate. I, yeah. I, I, I was I was probably being nice to him because I, I, did I mean, you, you've got, I'm not, a, yeah, I mean, I agree mm. with, with everything you've got. Well, mm. yeah, I can even see Wilf sort of, to be honest with you. But no, that yellow card for me was an absolutely village idiot of a move. Um, yeah. Harvey Barnes, well. Negative. Is, it, is there a backwards button on it? There isn't, unfortunately, no. I can uh, go right there if you want. <laughs> give him a wealth. Give him a zero. A zero, yeah. He's just doing nothing I, for us. I thought, I thought he tried, but, you he know. Did, he did, but he wasn't capable yeah. of doing nothing because Brendan refuses to let him go from that left wing position. He doesn't let him, he doesn't tell him to track back clearly because he used mm. to. So he's clearly been told not to track back anymore. He doesn't move from that touch line. And every single team puts three players around him so he doesn't see the ball for 70 minutes after the first 20, 30 minutes. So mm. he gets a zero because he wasn't able to affect the game after that. Oh, I'd um, be nice. Give him a one. 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 Okay, mate. Um, now, we should have five here, but we've only got three. Three, Brendan. Oh, anyone um, think the rule of change? You know. <laughs> We're back to he think he doesn't realise he's not he's not read the uh, memo yet. Uh, Jamie Vardy. Uh, I literally heard a guy announce that we were making a substitution. I don't remember yeah. seeing or and hearing Jamie Vardy's name. Zero. Yeah. Yeah, that is literally a zero impact sub. Yeah. Well, again, it says it all, doesn't it? Um, Inacho. Zero. Heard him come on, that were it. Okay. And Sumare. Now, first, let, let's just talk about this substitution here. 87 minutes. 87 minutes you make a substitution. You know what? Ironically, I want to give him a 10 for being an absolute hero and actually willing to go on the pitch when it's 6 fucking 2 and actually put his shirt on and try and go out there. I want to give him a 10 for irony, but I have to give him a zero. But you can give him a 10 for irony, if you want. Oh, no, it's no, 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 we give him a one? Yeah, I tell you what, yeah, give him a one for actually having the balls and going, you know, yeah, go on then, Brendan, I'll warm up, being as I actually want to play for your club. Yeah. So let's have a look then. Ward got three, Castagna four, Evans three, Face five, Justin three, Indeedy, uh-uh, Tielemans five, Dewsbury Hall five, Madison five, uh, Patson Dacker four, uh, he would have got a five, but I deducted a point for that stupid yellow card. Oh. Harvey Barnes, one. Uh, Jamie Vardy, uh-uh. Kelly Inacho, uh-uh. Samare, one. Um, what a shame we don't have a little uh, manager one here. Oh, um, oh mate, I'd, I'd be punching my screen to make sure he didn't get any scores put on it and register. <laughs> Can I just say, let's just have a grand notice. But let's just say what the Mercury, stroke Leicestershire Live, have given some of these players. Give him Madison an eight. Daka a seven. Point? I think the others are probably above it. Indeed, he's three. Uh, face seven, I kind of get that. I mean, yeah. I, uh, yeah. They're they're very blue tinted though. They they they're trying to be as positive as possible. I don't I don't think they like to come across as ultra negative. But I'm a realist when it comes to performances. I won't hold back. Mm. No, 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 no. That's why. That's why I ask you the question. Um, 
we obviously have Alan who goes to the um, matches and watches Pumps the matches up. live. I know, <laughs> I know. Uh, I did say I do, I do pity you today. Uh, and he picks a man of the match. We, we, I've got past rating the players and the team. It's just not worth the hassle. So he just picks the man of the match. And he said he came today and he said, and he'd almost said exactly the same as you, Brad. He said, I feel really silly picking this guy when we've just lost 6 2. He said, but for a debut, he at least was trying. Mm. He looked like a shadow of what Leicester we love. Tried, tackled, nitty gritty. Wouldn't make it. Wouldn't allow an, an excuse or a, or, or a slump shoulder getting down. He wanted that ball because he was hungry to get the ball back and get his team on the front foot. You know what? And also, every single Leicester fan that, that went, congratulations! You were the man of the match as well. Yes. Do you know what the BBC, what the BBC think? Not that we care too Whoa. much what the BBC thing. Oh, no, read it out. Read it they're, out. They had Madison, I assume they do out of 10, Madison at 5.46. They had Tielemans, 4.43. Barnes. Are there Barnes, third best player for Leicester? Wow. Uh, and I, think that, I think that's homegrown sentiment sometimes. Dewsbury well, that is, that is people voting on that, isn't it? We always used to say... No, I think, is, it, is, it, is it voted or is it what the... Yeah, no, yeah you can submit yes. your vote on oh, that okay. as well. Oh, yeah. I like what we've just done, but I obviously I don't submit. Okay. Uh, a couple of things that are just saying here, Dave. Um, I'll bring you back in. Uh, Thanks. Leicester... <laughs> you sat there very quiet behaving yourself. I have, I've been good. Leicester, meanwhile, remain at the foot of the table, still searching for their first win, despite having led in four of the seven matches so far. What a sad indictment of our team. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and and it's a, the defence are poor. And it's not anything fundamental. It's not something Rogers. I mean, I, you know, I'm saying he should go, but it's not something he could put right. It's just basic errors. All the games I've seen, that's why I didn't see every... All, all the games tonight, but it's just basic errors. You wouldn't want that on a Sunday, you know. It's like mm. just pathetic. Yeah. Um, and and how do you put that right? Is it confidence? Is it um... get a new manager in? Well, I know, I know. It's never backfired before on a manager before. I think we take them to Dubai. I know why. We couldn't Morning. afford it. We'd have to go easy jet. Yeah, we'd have to go right there. We'd get near it. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> no, but um, here's a question for you. Sorry, Chris, if you don't mind me asking, because this is to the pair of you, actually. I know you're the host, and it's quite unusual for you to get asked questions. You know. but, I'm like, what's something here? I'm not used to this. I, I know. We're in an alternate universe. But I maybe noticed it. I know you didn't watch it, Dave, so you might not be able to give a, a clear answer. But I noticed, and I... Maybe it's something that's been stuck in the back of my mind for a few games. I noticed that when we were in the game at either 2 all or 2-1 or 1-0, the players seemed to be looking at each other as if to go, what do we do now? How, how, do, we, how do we keep this? Because this is good. How do... It's like, you know what I mean? Like, like you could see the mentality of them being so foreign to being in front or, or still in a game and playing well that at points in that game, until it capitulated... I actually saw like the likes of Evans and Indeed on the ball going, we've got space. We, we, we're we winning. We're drawing or whatever. The score. And I just feel like 
have they completely just lost? It, it, it is 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 the ability to win a game and know what to do in them situations completely foreign to these players all of a sudden? It is. What bothers me, Brad, is the fact that these professional players paid a lot of money mm. every week can't work it out for themselves. Yeah. because that's, that's the worry. Have they been programmed the into this thing? Go on, then. Oh. No, please, I have the, the answer because I, in a way, I suppose I, I do feel a bit sorry that, you know, Brendan, he sits there, or he stands there, rather, every every game and he's clapping I'm just worried that you know he's going, he's going to end up with sore hands. So I think Brendan should have one of these at the side of the pitch, so that instead of clapping, he can just do that. And then if one of the players gets annoyed, they can go over to him, get him bent over, and shove it up his ass where it belongs. Um, I'm going to end on this. Uh, I mean, mate, to be honest with you, um, uh, you said a BBC British bias. Company to be honest, those votes are from the Leicester fans, so mm, yeah, well, yeah, vote on there. So, I'm going to read this talk about the BBC. I'm going to read this, uh, and this is the indictment, and then we'll, we'll, we'll end it because otherwise, uh, I'll be getting we'll all be getting our sleeping bags out. Uh, Foxy, I mean, to be honest with you, we could probably could go on for another three hours, couldn't we? You know, well, uh, Foxy's fiascos hitting new lows that that's a bad headline in the first place. When it comes to defensive debacles, however, no top-flight team is a patch on Leicester, who have now lost 4-2, 5-2, 6-2 on the road this season, conceding a joint high 19 goals overall. It's not a new phenomenon either. They have kept just two clean sheets in 19 games, conceded 25 set-piece goals since the start of last season and dropped 11 points from winning positions this term alone. While, Brent, while, boss, best, while boss Brendan Rodgers is enjoying the longest losing league run of his career after six successive defeats, said earlier this week the club's hierarchy have been very supportive. That patience surely has a limit. And after a haul of just one point from seven games. I'm going to end up, and I just want a straight yes or no from you both. Um, if you go on too long, I'll mute you. Um, <laughs> Harsh. Dave, I know harsh, but true. Um, Dave, do uh, sack sack him now, yes or no? Yes. Brad, sack him now, yes or no? Yes. Brendan, you've got three sacks. Goodbye. Guys, thank you very much for popping on. <laughs> Someone said <laughs> <play> that. <laughs> God, it was good, that. Come on. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Brad, if you want to stay on after, have a quick word. And um, I will Bye, see everybody. You... Yeah, uh, we'll see you next Friday. Don't we're going to talk about probably England. Oh. <laughs> and all oh, match of the day started. If anybody wants to rush off and oh, watch I'd it. Oh, love to watch it. Love to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Talk soon. Cheers, Take Chris. care. Thank see you so you, much. Cheers, mate. Oh, what what a show! What a show! Um, I mean, it 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 was just awful, wasn't it? It was awful. He's got to go. Like I say, this this is the headline on my own website today, um, and and it's true. Uh, Rogers must go and go now. Um, worst record in Premier League history. Thanks to Doug for reminding me of that earlier on. But it's true. 
It is true. Uh, like I say, I've been sat on the fence absolutely so long, uh, and I'm absolutely, absolutely pissed off with it. Like I said right at the start, two words to you, Brendan. Fuck off. Guys, I'm going to be back 11 o'clock in the morning with uh, Brad, and we are going to be looking at the... Um, it's going to be interesting. We're going to look at the tactics. It might all be Spurs. Who knows? Um, and then we'll be covering the Women's Super League. Doing a live watch along for that. And um, do you know what? We're playing Tottenham. Yeah. <laughs> no shows on Monday out of respect for what's going on on Monday. And we'll be back on Tuesday with, uh, well, I don't know. We'll be back on Tuesday with something. But we haven't even got a prediction league. Thank God we've not got a prediction league. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow at 11 thanks to everybody who joined in the chat really do appreciate it thanks to everybody for lending me your ears you've been listening to this on catch up on your podcast thank you so much please do subscribe to the channel it means an awful lot and smash those likes so that really does help my algorithms and like i say after watching that performance my algorithms are shot see you tomorrow at 11 have a good one don't think i won't enjoy goodbye now Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. This week's episode has come to an end, but the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share and get involved. Join us next time. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.